Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Today's episode of the Nick Bob Podcast NCAA Tournament Bracket Preview is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You know, a new door, new set of windows can do a lot of things for you. can totally change the look and the feeling and the vibe of your home. Plus, it can add value to your home and make your home more energy efficient. Pella checks all those boxes and then some. Turn your window and door remodeling dreams into a reality with Pella. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And the very special edition of the Nick Bob Podcast Bracket Preview is brought to you by my good pals at Runza. If you haven't done it, how dare you? It would be a great thing to eat while you're watching the NCAA Tournament. The all-new Reuben Runza sandwich is available at all Runza locations. Everything you love about a Reuben Runza wrapped up inside the greatness of a Runza sandwich. So get to Runza today and try the new Reuben Runza. And while you're there, tell them your pal, your buddy, your BFF, Nick Bah sent you. All right, NCAA tournament is set, and in this podcast, I'm going to be previewing the Midwest region. I'm going to pick every single game. That's right, every single game. So buckle up, sit back, and let's do this. Here we go. In the Midwest region, your number one seed is Illinois. And Illinois, probably the hottest team not named Gonzaga in the field right now. They've won 14 of the last 15 games in the best conference in the country in in the Big Ten this year. They won the Big Ten tournament. You look at Illinois, they have arguably the best inside-outside combination with Io Dosumu and Kofi Coburn, total studs. But here's the thing. I sometimes think we those guys, like, we don't talk enough about the guys around them. Carabello is a really nice point guard. Trent Frazier, to me, is probably the X factor for Illinois in the tournament. If he plays well, Illinois is really tough to beat. Because if he's playing well, that means he's making threes, which gives, now what are you doing? Are you going to double Kofi Coburn? Are you going to collapse on Dasumu's drives? If he's making threes, look out. And then speaking of Io Dasumu, he is, uh, he's the best closer in close games in, in the field. Like, he, if, if it's close, Io's got the ball, Illinois is in pretty good shape. So this team is really, really good and really playing well. So I like Illinois, obviously. Okay, one seed Illinois versus uh, 16 seed Drexel. Drexel Dragons get slayed big time. Illinois wins. Don't need to spend any more time on that one other than Illinois is going to win. The 8-9 game, Loyola Chicago versus Georgia Tech. Wow. I mean, this, this is going to be a hell of a game. Two pretty damn good teams. Two teams playing well. Georgia Tech won the ACC tournament. Loyola Chicago won the Missouri Valley Conference tournament. And Loyola, think about think about Loyola Chicago. Loyola is ranked ninth in Ken Palm. Again, Loyola is ninth according to Ken Palm. Top ten team according to Ken Palm. Like you could argue they are way way underseeded. And it's because they're nasty on defense. They have the number one ranked defense, defensive efficiency in the country. Porter Moser is a master with that pack line D. And this team also has an experienced stud at the five spot in Cameron Crutwick. 
He's he's a great post player, good feel, good score. He was on the Final Four team that that made the run a couple years ago with Sister Jean, cheering him on in the sidelines and all that stuff. Crutwig was on that team. Now, Georgia Tech does play 1-3-1 zone about 25 to 30% of their defensive possessions, which could fluster Loyola a little bit, but this is where having the week to prepare is huge. I guarantee you throughout the course of the week, Porter Moser and Loyola have worked a ton on their 1-3-1 zone offensive attacks. I think Loyola is going to be good on defense and beat Georgia Tech got Loyola winning the game. The 5-12 game, fifth-seeded Tennessee Volunteers, 12-seeded Oregon State Beavers. You know, Oregon State got hot, won the Pac-12 tournament. Ethan Thompson, a really nice player in the backcourt for the Beavers, but Tennessee's really talented. They got a couple of five-star freshmen, uh, Rick Barnes group, really, really good on defense. Fourth-ranked defense, defensive efficiency in the country. I think the hot run comes to an end for Oregon State. I think it's a good game, but I got Tennessee beating Oregon State in the first round. The 4-13 game, four-seeded Oklahoma State Cowboys versus the 13-seed Liberty. Liberty is an excellent three-point shooting team. Excellent three-point shooting team. And they've been really – Liberty's been pretty rock solid for three straight seasons. But here's the thing. Oklahoma State's got the best player in the tournament. I repeat, Oklahoma State's got the best player in the tournament in Cade Cunningham. Dude is a problem. He reminds me a little bit of Grant Hill. He sometimes reminds me of Luka Doncic, which he's not quite like with his methodical nature. But man, Cade Cunningham is awesome, and he's playing his best basketball this season right now. Oklahoma State is dangerous. I like Okie State a lot. I think they win this game. The 6-11 matchup, San Diego State, 6 seed, for Syracuse, the 11 seed. Think about this. Talk about winning pedigree. San Diego State, Hasn't lost a game since January 16th. And keep in mind, this is after San Diego State almost ran the table last year. Almost went undefeated last year. This this program's really, really good. They got a big-time half-court defense. Really good pack line group. Keep it out of the paint. And even though Syracuse in the tournament can be a pain in the ass with that 2-3 zone, again, like I said for Loyola Chicago, this is where when you see – like having a week to prepare for the zone is a whole hell of a lot better than a one-day turnaround, you know? Like where where the zones get you is if you if they're the second game. I think if you got a week to prepare, that's where I think pressing teams aren't as dangerous and zone teams aren't as dangerous because you got a week to get things ready to rock for it. I remember we played – my freshman year at Kansas, we played UAB in the Sweet 16. They full-court pressed the whole game. So we had a week to prepare. So me being on the scout team, we were, we were throwing six, seven guys out there to press our starting five to get them ready. And so, I mean, they, they had to deal with hell all week with our seven guys on the court pressing them. And so they went out there and, you know, Aaron Miles and those guys rolled UAB. We, just, we hung like 98 points on them because we had a week to prepare. If you got a week to prepare for a pressing team or a week to prepare for a zone team, I think it bodes well. So I think they're going to be able to, to – get their zone offense ready. And San Diego State's a good three-point shooting team. They shoot 37% as a, as a team. That's 28th nationally. So I think they're going to hit enough threes and they're stout enough on D to get past Syracuse. I got San Diego State. The three fourteen game, West Virginia and Moorhead State. Moorhead State's got a great freshman big, and collectively they block a lot of shots as a team, but Moorhead State turns it over quite a bit. And I think West Virginia's athleticism, as they've kind of uh, – 
with, with some roster turnover, they've had to kind of move to playing more four guards and spread it out, kind of a look. I think it's going to create some uh, some turnovers with Morehead State, and I think they're going to West Virginia is going to win this game. I think it's I think this game's sneaky closer than maybe people want to think it is, but I got West Virginia beating Morehead State. The seven ten game, seven seeded Clemson, ten seed Rutgers. First of all, shout out to Rutgers. Rutgers hasn't been to the NCAA tournament in thirty years. 30 years. Unbelievable. Steve Peichel's done a really, really good job. And, you know, I uh, I don't love that I'm picking with my heart and not my head here, but give me Rutgers. I think they're disruptive and good enough on defense to overcome their lack of three-point shooting to win a grinder close one. And I got Rutgers over Clemson. I love Steve Peichel, man. I zoomed with him. Uh, back in, in early February, I was just like, he's a stud, man. Easy guy to root for. Rutgers, easy story to root for. All right, 215, two-seed Houston Cougars, 15-seed Cleveland State. Both teams forced turnovers. Um, Cleveland State led the Horizon League in steals, and that's a big part of how they create offense. I just don't think they're going to be able to turn over Houston's guards. I, I don't think they're going to be able to turn that over, so I don't think they're going to be able to score enough. Give me Houston. Give me Houston pick. All right, second round action in the Midwest region. One seed, Illinois, versus eight seed, Loyola Chicago. It's a hell of a second round matchup, man. Hell of a second round. Really tough second game for Illinois. Not a fun team to play with Loyola. Again, Loyola, number one Ken Palm defensive efficiency. But here's the thing. I don't think Loyola is going to be able to score enough because Kofi Coburn is going to really make Cameron Krutwig uncomfortable inside. Haven't seen Illinois in person. I don't think you understand. Kofi Coburn is enormous in person. He Crutwig has never seen a guy with Coburn's size. And so I think Loyola, they're going to be able to guard Illinois. I just don't think they'll be able to score enough because Crutwig's a big part of what they want to do offensively, and Kofi's going to lock that up, shut that down. I think it's a compelling matchup, but I'll take Illinois. Four-seed Okie State, five-seed Tennessee. Say it with me, people. Oklahoma State has the best player in the tournament in Cade Cunningham. Period. I, I'm, 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 I think you can tell I like Oklahoma State quite a bit. I've, I've said all year, look out for Oklahoma State, look out for Oklahoma State, and they've had a weird season because keep in mind they, they were, they got hit with a one season postseason, they got a, a one year postseason ban, but they appealed it to the NCAA, and they're waiting the response from the NCAA but on whether or not they're going to be eligible or not but the NCAA didn't get their response in in time so they were eligible for the for the for the NCAA tournament for the selection committee and that's that's how they're in so it's been kind of just like a a season where you didn't know people didn't know what 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 to make Oklahoma State because they didn't think they were maybe going to be in the NCAA tournament but if you just take this team for what they are they got like 12 or 13 quad one and two wins I mean they're like they're really good so I think Oklahoma State's going to beat Tennessee, advance to Sweet 16. Uh, three seed versus six seed, West Virginia and San Diego State. I, you know, because thinking about with Oklahoma State, so for West Virginia, I think the Big 12 is pretty good. Texas, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Kansas. Like, I think that I think the Baylor, obviously, uh, I think the Big 12 was, was a really good league. Clearly, it was it was Big Ten and Big Twelve, number one and number two conferences, and I think conference play can prepare you for seeing a lot of different styles, and also prepare you for just quality of play. I think West Virginia is battle tested, ready to rock. 
I think West Virginia is going to be able to win and grind out San Diego State's pack line defense. I think it's a lower scoring game. And I think Bob Huggins uh, is going to punch his way through to the sweet 16 against West Virginia win. Two seed, Houston, 10 seed, Rutgers. You know, I think Quentin Grimes for Houston is going to have a big weekend. And watching Rutgers, there's a lot to like about him with their athleticism, their defensive prowess. Uh, Miles Johnson, their big man, is super active and long and disruptive in the post, uh, blocking shots. Uh, but Houston, but, but, but Rutgers just offensively, they can struggle to make shots. And you're going to have to score to beat Houston. I think Houston is gonna is is just gonna overwhelm Rutgers eventually with their pressure and trapping the post and all those things. I think Houston's gonna win and, and march their way through to the uh, Sweet 16, and Rutgers' dream season is gonna come to an end. So Sweet 16 matchup. Here we go. One seed Illinois, four seed Oklahoma State in what may be the game of the tournament. Cade Cunningham versus Io Desumu. Goodness. I think Cade Cunningham has got Kemba Walker potential. You know, a guy that puts his team on the back and carries them all the way through. I think Cade's got that kind of potential. And for as much as I hate doing this because I love Illinois, I've thought all year that Oklahoma State's a Dark Horse Final Four team. Because it's not just Cade Cunningham. I mean, he's the main reason. But they're good around him. Avery Anderson, really good guard. Caleb Boone is tough. Like, they are just a tough athletic group. And Cade Cunningham gives them just a versatile playmaker at six foot eight that is hard to deal with. I think it's upset City. Down goes the one seed. I think Oklahoma State knocks off Illinois and advances to the Elite Eight. The two seed Houston Cougars versus three seed West Virginia Mountaineers. I've told you about Houston's aggressive defense. They're really, if you watch them play, they are, they are getting after your ass. They're going to trap the post. They're going to make you make decisions. They're going to make every pass tough. They're going to fly around the floor. They have the number one effective field goal percentage defense in the country. I think Houston's defense leads the way. I think Quentin Grimes, his aggressiveness to score, I think he gets around 20. I'm going to say Quentin Grimes and Houston march on. Then the two seed. And the four seed in the Midwest Regional Final, Houston and Oklahoma State. Listen, sometimes it's about having the best player in the tournament. And that's Kate Cunningham. Now, he's not an elite scorer, per se, just because he's not overly aggressive. Like, if you haven't watched him, you're going to turn him on and you're like, man, he's kind of like, is he kind of... He plays with a cool, calm, laid-back approach. Like sometimes I want him to ratchet it up more, but he really lets the game come to him, and he and he and he makes the right reads. But at the same time, like he can score. He had forty against Oklahoma earlier this year. I just think at six foot eight, who can guard this guy? Six eight guard skills can handle it, can shoot the three, can hit mid range. He's great in pick and roll, reading the roll, seeing the weak side for the skip. He can rebound. He can defend. I think he carries Oklahoma State to a win. I think they're going to be able to handle Houston's disruptive defense. And I got my, I guess, Cinderella pick here. Oklahoma State wins the Midwest region 
And I got Okie State and Cade Cunningham going to the Final Four. All right, my thanks to Pella. If you're thinking about a new window or a new door, now is the time. Check them out online on the web at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. And uh, my thanks to my good friends at Runza. Best fries on the planet. Great burgers. Cheese Runza, delicious. The food is simply fantastic. Runza makes it all better. A Huda Media Production.